from Coventry, England, the British bombshell, Godiva. Hello, I'm Godiva from England, of course, and through the town I'll ride my horse. I'll prove I'm beautiful and quite tough, because in the ring you'll see all my stuff. <laughs> Welcome to the Mike Grant Show, and today's special guest is Godiva from the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Hey, Godiva, how are you? Hi, Mike. I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. We're, we're so happy to have you here today. Thank you so much. All right, so we're going to start off this interview with the question that, you know, everybody wants to know is, how did a girl like Godiva get started in GLOW? Um, that's a great question because being a lady wrestler is wacky. Um, so how do you do that? I actually had a girlfriend, my best friend from junior high through high school to this day, was on a season of GLOW before I am. And I know you know the answer to who this is, Mike, because you are the consummate uh, GLOW walking knowledge factory. But does anybody have a guess? All right, I'll tell you. It was Debbie Debutante, was my best friend, is my best friend still, and she's amazing. And she called me, like you had to call people on a phone back then, like, a, like an actual telephone. And she said, I'm doing this wacky thing. And I was like, well, you're always doing a wacky thing. I wasn't even sure it was legit because she was always doing a wacky thing. So uh, I was like, well, I miss you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out to Las Vegas for a couple of weeks and hang out with you. And I met with, uh, Matt Simber, the uh, director, and I met with Jackie Stallone and a couple of money people at, uh, at La Scala in LA and they hired me on the spot. Awesome. So when you first got there, so you knew obviously that it was a wrestling show and you, ha had you seen Glow before? Never, never heard of it. Okay. Did you have any idea at all about professional wrestling and, and really did you ever Zero. watch wrestling at that time? Zero, never did. Um, obviously, uh, just in a pop culture lexicon, I was aware of wrestling. Like I had heard of, you know, Hulk Hogan, I guess, and a couple of those big dudes from the 80s, but no, it wasn't, was not on my radar. Also, I lived, no, at that time I was living in Los Angeles. So Glow, Glow season one was on in LA, but no, I hadn't ever seen it. Okay, so when you first started then with Glow and you went on board, how was that audition process like in your meeting with Matt Simber and everybody there? I, um, I didn't audition. Uh, season three had already auditioned and they were already in training. Uh, so I never went to any kind of audition thing. Uh, my friend Anne, Debbie Debutant, Anne called me up and she just said, come do this thing. They're going to love you. I was a gymnast and so, you know, stunt work is very similar to gymnastics. And if I could do a flip, to my feet, I probably do a flip to my back, right? <laughs> yep. And, and, and we saw with some of those matches that, that you are very athletic, very, very acrobatic. I mean, some of your best matches, I would say, you know, were against the high flyers, you know, the cheerleaders and stuff like that. You moved around just as good as any of them. Absolutely. Um, it was fun. So, so when you got there, who trained you and, and what was that training process like? Um, we had, we had, uh, 
everybody was still in training, I believe. So we would have regular ring times before we even had a whiff of characters or matches or anything like that. I guess a couple of people probably had their characters before I got there um, because I didn't, like I said, I didn't audition. Um, but uh, Nanochka was our trainer at that time, and she was awesome, super physical. Uh, she was a dancer when she was young, so super body aware. She was awesome. And, and how was your character of Godiva born? Was that something that you thought of, or did the producers, were they looking for somebody to play a Godiva type? Well, I have heard now very, very many years later uh, from my friend Little Egypt that, um, that there was talk earlier in earlier seasons of Matt and Steve Blance, the writer, wanting this Godiva character. So I guess when I walked into that restaurant with my long blonde hair and they were like, put a naked suit on her. And the horse was my idea, though. The horse was my idea. Yes, because I was going to ask you about that, too, how the horse came <laughs> into play, because we love that horse, your horse general. Of course. Um, well, uh, they told us to create a backstory for our character, which to this day, I'm super, super glad they let us do that because then that, that lets me, I get to own Godiva the wrestler character. So that's very cool. Um, I did write Godiva's backstory and I gave her the British accent and I went up to Matt and Steve and I said, can I have a horse? And I, they said, yes. <laughs> that was, it was as simple and crazy as that. And so we got, uh, we got a, trained show horse. Luckily, we filmed in Las Vegas, as, as you all know. Um, but we got a trained show horse who was in several other shows on the strip. And he was magnificent. And he thought all the applause and accolades were for him all the time. <laughs> had, you ever ridden, out. had you ever ridden a horse before? Or was that yes. like the first time? Okay. Yes. So you uh -huh. had experience going on horses. Yeah. Yeah. That oh, was fun. So that's cool. I used, to, I used to go visit him during the week in between filmings. I would go and see him so that when he would show up at our set, he was like happy to see me, he was happy to see Beastie because she spent a lot of time with him. She really loved him too. And yeah, he was very cool. So when you were in GLOW, how did your living arrangement um, work out there? Because I know the earlier girls, they had, it was at the Riviera Hotel. Were you guys filming? your later seasons at the Riviera Hotel or were you guys somewhere else? And how did the living arrangement work out there? We were in an outbuilding owned by the Riviera. So we had it set up inside to look like the Riviera, but we quite frankly had outgrown the Riviera. Uh, even with our larger, larger building and more seating, we still would have people lined up out the door, just waiting for someone to leave so they could come in. Cause we would film a whole bunch of matches in one night. Uh, obviously we didn't like film a, a television show like you would film Seinfeld. They filmed match on match on match on match on match and then put, you know, put the show together in pieces. Um, the living arrangements, when I first moved there, everybody was living in, um, in these very just nothing apartments, uh, which was fine. My, uh, my first roommate in GLOW was um, Beastie and I forget who else was in there with us. I think Babe, the farmer's daughter, was in there. I don't remember if we had three or four the very, very first, but um, I ended up moving into the Glow McMansion with um, Hollywood and Fiji and Matt and the production staff. They had a they had a huge house that they did all of the Glow editing, all of the we filmed all of our a lot of our sketches. Uh, Godiva's Verifax was filmed there, and um, then Hollywood was my roommate for most of Glow. 
Okay, yes, and you had mentioned the sketches and that's something I'd like to talk about. One of the best sketches, I mean, I love the Godiva's Barifax sketches. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit um, what it was like to do the sketches, the Godiva <laughs> ones, the glow houses, even the, the jokes? Yeah. How did you go about doing all that stuff? Um, I can tell you a really funny story that is about sketches when I thought Matt Simber and Vicky Victory were gonna murder me. Um, we were filming uh, Vicky's pie in the face. Uh, the vicious Mirror, Vicky. mirror, we both know I'm the prettiest girl in glow. And we were filming that and the very first time I saw her get hit in the face with a pie, I lost it. I lost it. A pie in the face is hilarious. And I ruined the take. She had shaving cream on her face and her hair had to go get all redone. And Matt was murderous because I messed that take up. <laughs> so it was another, you know, 40 minutes waiting for her to get ready again with cameras sitting there being paid for. So whoops. <laughs> as far as my own sketch, it was super fun because I, I, I'm quick and I'm, I'm good with one take. And at the end of, at the end of each one where I would take a bite of the chocolate and say, that's all for now loves, talk to you soon. Um, I would take a bite of that Godiva chocolate. Well, we filmed 30 or 40 of those in one night. And so after the first two bites of that candy, I couldn't eat anymore. So there's copious amounts of footage somewhere of me spitting chocolate out of my mouth into a bowl next to that bed where I would film it, my sketches. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then also, um, something that people may not know, you actually are not a fan of chocolate. Am I correct? Not, not the biggest fan, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate it, but it's not that thing that I'm like, oh, I gotta have chocolate. So yeah, that was a, that was a bit of a bit of a test. And, and Godiva did have a signature move. Can you tell us about your signature move in Glow? Sure. Um, it was called the Buckingham Bounce. And I would disable my opponent in the turnbuckle, usually, you know, something completely fair and legal, like a big crotch kick. And then I would run corner to corner, jump up on her slumped body with my legs around her shoulders. And then I could do eye gouges, I could do face rakes, I could pull hair. Nasty little move, but it was fun. <laughs> yes. It rules to be a bad guy, it rules. Yes, because you are a heel, because back then, you know, the heat, tell us too about when you went in public, you couldn't be seen with one of the good girls. Correct, which was kind of hard. One of my best friends was Daisy and she went back and forth, but we had to sneak around a bit to hang out. It was easier at home when we, um, when we were in Las Vegas because Glow was not on in Las Vegas. Nobody knew who we were. Uh, it was harder when we, would, when we would go on the road, for sure. Thank God Hollywood and MTV were bad guys because I don't <laughs> know what I would have done without them. So speaking of the moves, we're, we're going to play a little quick little game here where I'm going to give you three moves. The drop oh kick, the hair pull, and the Buckingham bounce. Okay. Now, if, you're, if you had to choose, I'm going to give you three girls, and you tell me which one you would give a drop, drop kick to, which one you would give a hair pull to, and which one you would do the Buckingham bounce. So your three okay. girls are going to be Daisy, Tiffany Mellon, and Cheyenne Cher. Okay, so I am going to drop kick Daisy. I'm gonna hair pull Tiffany for sure. 
And that leaves the beautiful um, Buckingham bounce for my friend Cheyenne Cher. Ooh, I got it a little wrong because I was guessing in my head. I thought maybe you might do the hair pull on Daisy since she had the longer hair. Mm, that's true. That's true. I had to be strategic with Daisy because she's big enough. Like if I Buckingham bounced her, she's big and tall and strong enough to throw me out. So that was my thought process there. The, the hair pull, that was a good one. But it's fun to pull Tiffany's hair. I'm just, just going to say it. <laughs> and now we're going to talk about, I'm going to name you some names, if you can share us some memories about the matches you had with them. Um, we'll start off with Daisy. I loved the matches that you had with Daisy, especially the one where she did one where she dressed up as Godiva. And yes. th those, I, I would think that those were good challenging matches for you since Daisy was taller. You really had to kind of rethink your strategy in the ring against Daisy. Absolutely. And, and I, I actually, I think more than once, on the road wrestled Daisy because we had these crazy explosive matches and I, I could fly and Daisy's very strong. So wrestling Daisy was a blast for me because it wasn't just me throwing everyone around. It was Daisy throwing me around. And so I loved wrestling her. It was like an amusement park ride to wrestle Daisy because you're, you're falling from seven, eight feet in the air. Yep. And, and one of the most, classic lines I think in the whole series which always cracks me up whenever I'm watching that match is when Daisy's like Godiva's so pretty <laughs> I hate to have to hurt her but I guess I'm gonna have to I always so thought cute. that was hilarious when Daisy did that yeah me too she's great and then let's let's talk about your arch rival Tiffany Mellon the Park Avenue knockout how were those matches okay I loved wrestling Tiffany too because she's super, super physical. And our matches were always really physical. In fact, I, I, I mean, I don't sit around and watch myself on glow videos all day long, but I saw one of her and I recently and um, it, was a, it was a slugfest. I liked wrestling Tiffany a lot. Okay, awesome. And then Cheyenne Cher, of course, for the run for the rubies and, and even the matches before that. I mean, they were great between you and Cheyenne. Isn't it in my contract that I don't have to talk about that run for the McRuby's match? Just kidding. Um, I love I love wrestling out of that match. <laughs> Cheyenne Cher um, made me look great because she could fly. I could touch her like that and she'd take off like a bird. Uh, she was also a phenomenal athlete. I felt safe with her. Um, we, we felt safe with each other. I thought probably probably my best matches was were with her. Okay, and what, what about your match against Ninochka? Oh, that was fun. That was super fun. All of us heels were clamoring for her to become a face so we could wrestle her. Um, and now I know why all of the, all of the good girls loved wrestling Ninochka. Um, I, think, I think Parisian Ninochka lost something that, you know, Russian Ninochka, that power and that whole, she was so good at it. But I loved wrestling her. I only got to do it once. And our match was fantastic. I tried to pin her with her pin. She tried to Buckingham bounce me. It was a blast. Who would you say from maybe the earlier years or even the later years that you would have liked to wrestle that you just didn't or, or even work with as a tag team or something that you just never had the chance to work with that girl? Is there any girls in particular that you think about that you would have liked to have worked with? There are two, actually. Uh, one is Tina Ferrari. Why, why wouldn't I want to wrestle someone who's great? And, um, and two, Spanish Red. 
And everybody's like, you wouldn't want to wrestle Spanish Red. She fights dirty. She's mean. I'm like, that's my girl. That's why I want to yeah, wrestle I, her. Th those were two great ones. And, you know, especially the later years, I think you guys had it a little more difficult because you had to live up to the expectation of some of those great ones in the beginning, like Tina Ferrari and Spanish Red. But some of you, just like yourself, I mean, your characters were so original, so unique. I mean, it was great. You guys made it your own. And it's almost like it was the same show, but it was a little bit different because the later years focused a little bit more on comedy in the ring mm -hmm. and, and stuff. But you guys did a great job, um, bo both different groups of girls. It, it was definitely a challenge because when you came in, you know, you actually kicked off season three. You and Tiffany's match was the first match that they showed. And the home audience, we're sitting there going, we know Fiji, we know Hollywood, we know Nanachka, and we know Sally who's coming back, but everybody mm -hmm. else is new. So you really had to live up to that expectation. Everybody did a really good job. Was there any um, hesitation or anything by any of the newer girls coming in knowing that they had to live up to the expectation of the first round girls? That's a great question. Um, I, I can't speak for anybody besides me um, about what their expectation was, but mine was zero. I had never seen Glow. It wasn't a big deal to me. I didn't know who Tina Ferrari was. In fact, I was probably on television wrestling before I ever saw a wrestling match. Like, I, it just was not on my radar. So um, I had no expectation. I was just having a blast. It didn't, we didn't know that we were putting one foot in front of the other as the ratings climbed, 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 climbed to really do something with women's wrestling because nothing, not much had been done before. So, and certainly nothing like glow, nothing at all. Um, so I, I didn't know anything about a wrestling legacy, which we obviously have a huge one now. And I didn't know anything about TV ratings or girls that wrestled before me. I had zero idea. Yep, and so I was just like, woo, this is fun. I'm, tw I'm 26. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great benefits of working with Glow is you had so many opportunities to appear on other shows. And some of those shows, um, just to mention a few, Family Feud, Donahue, mm -hmm. Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Can you talk a little bit about what it was like appearing on those shows? Uh, probably the best time I ever had in my life. Um, just a blast. Um, appearing on Donahue was insane for me because um, I, I had a huge crush on him. And, um, and also like, you know, I'm a kid from the 70s and 80s, man. Donahue was a big, huge show. It was a big deal. And um, that was really fun. Sally Jesse, I was a little nervous because we're there in our glow freak regalia and we don't think a thing about it but we filmed in connecticut yeah and what, do you remember where in connecticut it was filmed no but no, i remember I because but she we filmed in connecticut so in, we're in the if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong but did she used to be a news reporter i think so was a talk show host? i think maybe she worked our local channel eight news and that's maybe where you could have filmed in the hartford area perhaps Yes, it was Hartford. Okay, it was yeah. Hartford. Yeah. Okay, so here's picture Hollywood, me, MTV, we're head to toe in fishnets and giant pink hair and just all of it. And we look out the window of the green room to see the audience lining up. And it is a bunch of Sally Jesse Raphael's with elbow patches and tweed jackets. And we were like, oh boy, we're in trouble. <laughs> we're in trouble. So 
So that was that one was a little bit scary. And I knew we were going to get the questions that we got from that audience too, which were a little less playful than on the Donahue show, but still super fun. And Sally is a jewel. And, um, and then what else did you ask me about? Family Feud. Family, Family Feud. Yeah. I did, we did um, three different weeks with Family Feud. So, and I was on all of them. So I did 15 shows for Family Feud, a absolute blast. Family Feud was so yeah. much fun. I, I enjoy going back and watching some of those Family Feud episodes. And I, and I got to ask, how did you guys keep your control with some of the answers Jackie Stallone gave to those questions? Dude, it's we probably hilarious. didn't. We, were, we probably rolled our eyes back in our skulls as far as we possibly could. It was impossible to go, good answer, Jackie, because she would just say the crazy. Name the most expensive appliance in your home. My bed. <laughs> now I don't know if she was meaning to be cute or funny or if she just had no idea what the question meant yeah so and, those answers were hilarious dude and Hollywood and I both are so competitive that it yep. killed us to lose it killed us I know I was sitting there I was like come on ladies I, I, I want you girls to win this time I want you girls to win come on fast money and then so even sometime you're like okay and then here goes Jackie with her answer I'm like ah oh, here we go we're going to lose now. <laughs> 100%. But it was still super fun. Yeah. Super fun. Wacky Jackie. That's fine. <laughs> and, and did you ever think, I mean, my gosh, all these years later, you have all these fans. And now with Blow the Documentary in 2012, that was great because a lot of people got to reconnect. Because what a lot of people don't know, you got to remember back then, there was no internet. There was right. no way when you guys were filming other than getting somebody's name and phone number. I mean, did, did right. other than Debbie Debutante, was there anybody over the years until you guys kind of reconnected for that documentary that you had been in touch with or were you kind of just out of the loop with everybody and kind of reconnected at that reunion? That's a great question. Uh, I would say it was the latter. We were probably, I'm trying to think if there's anybody besides Debbie Debutante that I stayed in touch with, maybe occasionally Hollywood. Um, but yeah, the documentary definitely brought us all back together. And, and was it Egypt that contacted you about the documentary? And was it who? Who? Well, what, was it Little Egypt? Or, or oh, about the documentary? Yeah. Um, actually, I'm not sure who contacted me first, but I believe it was the filmmakers because I told them no twice before I agreed to do it. Okay, and, and why did you say no? Why were you hesitant about it? Um, because I didn't know what they wanted to do with it. And I'm, I'm very proud of Glow, and I don't think Glow is a TNA show. I could see how it was, I could see how it would be seen by somebody that wanted that spin on it. And I didn't want that spin on it. I didn't, I didn't want to be asked if I felt like I was exploited. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't, I didn't want anything to make it ugly because it wasn't ugly. Yes. And so I told them no. And then they, they wore me down. Um, because apparently the two filmmakers, um, they were Glow fans. And um, they were Glow fans who grew up and wanted to know where we all were. Hollywood was one of their favorite wrestlers, and I was the other one's favorite Glow girl. So they were very persistent in getting me to participate. And so I just told them, I said, I, I'll do it, but I, I want some control over what at least my piece of it's going to look like. And, and they said, we're not going to do anything ugly with Glow. We loved Glow. I went and looked at, a, at a, the, the 
film that they had made before they did the glow show. And it was sweet and lovely and beautifully done. And I was like, I'm in. How was it that first time where you got to see all these girls after so many years going into that reunion? What, what, what were your thoughts in your, in your mind when you actually got to see some of these people that you hadn't seen in so many years? It was a trip. It was definitely, I almost didn't go. I was like, Glow was a long time ago and I, I almost didn't even go, but I really, really wanted to see Hollywood and I wanted to see Fiji and I wanted to see Matt. And so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go. It was, it was close to where I lived too. I didn't even have a good excuse to not go. So uh, it was trippy. I met a lot of girls I had never met. I hadn't yeah. met Little Egypt. I hadn't met Tina Ferrari. I hadn't met any of those girls. I hadn't met the housewives. Yep. And so it was yeah. fun. And then now we have Glow Netflix. Yes. And one of the best characters on there, one of my favorites, is Britannica, which is a cross between Godiva and Zelda the Brain. So yes. I want to ask you a little bit about her character, what similarities you see in yourself and to the character, and also the series in whole, how you like watching the Netflix show. What would you think was very similar to Glow? What they did a little bit different? If you could talk about that. Yeah, of course. I love the Netflix show. Love, love, love. And I love all the girls, that actors on that show. I've gotten to meet most of them and they're the sweetest and they just fangirled out on us and they're really, really, I think Glow Netflix is probably the best um, ensemble cast that's smart and poignant and has some meaning and is also fun, probably since Orange is the New Black. I think, I think it's so good. Um, and as far as like similarities with my character, I love that um, Britannica is, was very like sexually free. Um, I think in her very first, I think in the very first episode, she just like casually throws out there, oh, I'm shagging Sam or something like that. And, um, and I love that she's smart because Godiva wasn't a dummy. Um, so I also think, and this might be me being a teensy bit prejudice, but I do think in the later season of Glow, I think my own opinion, not, nothing against anybody else or anybody else's opinion, I think the two most compelling characters, just character-wise, were Godiva and, um, and Zelda. I think that they were just the most fun. And if I couldn't have been Godiva, which I'm so glad I was, but if I couldn't have been Godiva, I would have loved to have been Zelda. Loved it. So that they mashed up like my two favorites. Awesome. Yeah, so I, agree. I think that was so great because I would have never have thought in my head Zelda and Godiva together, you know, till we saw it and then we're like, wow, that works so well together. Yeah. That's a good combination. Yeah. Um, so, so basically what are you, what are your hopes um, for the future of GLOW? Th things with GLOW Netflix, just with GLOW in general, what, are you out and about? Are you promoting it? What, what are you normally doing? Um, I'm, I'm doing a couple of things. I've got a show coming out in June that I can't talk about, but uh, when I can, I'll let everybody know. It's uh, Godiva made an appearance and it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm open to doing stuff. I'm not really actively seeking things. This, this um, season of Glow Netflix is their last season. Um, so I, I don't know what will, will happen with Glow. I'm super grateful that Glow Netflix introduced Glow to like two more generations of people that weren't around the first time around and have now fallen down that Glow rabbit hole. And so that's really cool. 
journalists and television shows and stuff are interested in talking to us and, and asking some of these questions like you're asking. You're like, what do you think of Glow Netflix? I'm like, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. So glad it happened. So glad it happened. And I think it's kind of, I would like to have seen it go on for lots and lots of seasons because I love it. But um, I think it's kind of kismet that they're ending with the same amount of seasons that we did. I yeah. think it's cool. Yep. Okay, well, thank, thank, you. thank you so much for joining us today. Um, if somebody wanted to get in contact with you and, and you know, ask you a question or something, the fans, where can they reach you? Uh, they can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. So on uh, Facebook, I'm Dawn Rice Mastis. And if you can, if you could like edit this in later, that'd be cool. Yep. Dawn Rice Mastis. On Twitter, I'm Dawn Mastis 6. And on Instagram, I'm Dawn underscore Mastis. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us. I had so much fun today. And we'd love to have you back some other time. And we'll do this again. Anytime for you, Mike. Thank you so much. Right. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, everybody. And hope to see you next time. Keep it here. We'll have more girls that we'll be interviewing throughout the coming episodes. So keep it right here and talk to everybody soon. Bye-bye.